welcome to Sanked Up, the podcast all about craft beer and video games. I'm your host, Adil, and this week episode, I'm joined by Lucy. Yep, just me. We kicked Ben out of the house, um, and he's sleeping on the streets. So. Yep, that yeah, because we all live together. <laughs> we just like we like street streaming I mean, from different rooms. Yes. That would be a dangerous cocktail. None of us would ever be sober, so. Yeah, it would, it would be something. Um, <laughs> uh, you are beer-free this week. Yeah, I need to get to the um, beer shop again. Like, I think I went last week, and those just the five beers or so I, I bought just disappeared on somehow you? just disappeared into thin air. I don't know how that happened. Um, it's, it's weird how that happens consistently with beer. Yeah. With all three of us, really. Yeah, so I need to do another, another, another pickup. Yep. Um, I am not beer free. Sorry, I heard a cat outside. Um, I'm drinking Moore's Nano Cask Session Bitter All Canna 3.8%. Mm-hmm. Um, Nano Cask, a quaffable. British Session Bitter balancing the unique qualities of different hop varieties from the brewers of the first real cask, real ale cask beer in a can. Enjoy the pub anytime, anywhere. So this is the thing that Moore's been doing pretty recently. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's 3.8% because it's Session Bitter, but their their claim is that, yeah, this is the cask experience um, tinned. So I expect... The opposite of last episode's beer, where there was a surprising amount of carbonation, I expect mm-hmm. almost none. Question mark. Yeah, uh, how are they going to pull this off? Mm. It is a limited edition beer. Um, sorry, I was just—I thought there was something else. Nope. Um, I want to. Oh yeah, I was. I don't know what Olacana is. I was hoping they would tell me. Oh well, it's the name of the beer. Okay. <laughs> That's Good enough. Okay. Uh, Given that it's a cask, I mean, yeah, it looks it's quite dark, quite quite multi. I mean, quite amberish almost. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a bit less red in person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, poured with a reasonable amount of head on the pour, but I mean, you can just see like, there's no bubbles. It's still, it's no. pretty clear, but it, it, it does just look like a cask pub ale. Yeah. Yeah. With probably a bit more head than a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I but don't it does look pretty impressive. That looks, that's a very nice looking beer. Yeah. Um, very photographic. Hmm. No. It, um, it's it smells nice and a uh, little sweet, a little malty. Photogenic. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Sorry, what does it smell like? Does it smell malty? It yeah, a little malty, a little malty. sweet. Mm-hmm. Something else there. Can't quite put my finger on. Um. Caramel. Yeah, I like the, that. Sorry, that's the malt. Is again, yes, the sweet, yeah. sweet malts. Um, no, obviously no burnt inside. Just, just sort of. Yeah. Well rounded. I mean. Tastes like a bitter. It's three point eight percent. Um, I don't gravitate to session bitters. I have to be honest. Um, mm. because I find them quite wet, like 
Yes. Watery, you know, it's not quite it's enough thin, thickness yeah. in them. And mm-hmm. it doesn't play really that well with the bitter in, in, in to my taste buds. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like uh, you end up getting this lingering bitterness and this thinness that means the liquid just kind of disappears in your mouth. And then you just have yeah. this, like, kind of dried out bitter taste. Well, with a non-session bitter, there's just enough oomph and enough viscosity that mm-hmm. comes with it that it'll coat your mouth a little more and it'll you'll feel like you the beer has stayed longer and so you don't yeah. feel like you're sort of dried out and and having the the bitterness but it's not that okay, not yeah. that bitter yeah. lingering it's just really accentuated because it dries you out no i get that yeah hmm. yeah sometimes but, cask beers especially you know with the temperature they usually serve that it doesn't always feel as thirst quenching as like say, you know, maybe getting like a session IPA that you had last week. So so yeah, I, I, I get that, yeah. But in a can, how how does that translate? How is that translated? Um so well, I will just add that it has a nice um fruity undertone. Mm. Um, like somewhere between tropical and berry almost. Just a lot, um, oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe closer to tropical, but there is just... It's mm-hmm. not quite your standard tropical flavors. Um, Even just tropical, like, you know... You know I, I like, mean, I'm talking like undertone, right? Yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's, still, it's yeah. rounding out. It's... it's um. Yeah, it's really giving some depth uh, and some contrast to the the bitter. And now that my palate's got a little used to it, I'm not getting quite the same drying out feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's also it might just be that like these tastes have come forward a bit more, and they're still lingering with the finish, and so they're melding a lot better than those first few sips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, you asked a question, and then I answered a different question. Um, I mean, go for it. It, um, you fit. it definitely, like, it reminds me of cask beer in that, like, there's an ever so slight carbonate. I mean, you can see after a couple of sips, like, there's no head to be seen anymore. Mm. This, I mean, it looks yeah. and tastes like a cask beer uh, in that sort of um, carbonation profile. Um, I'm trying to think about, so this is, I haven't had a, beer like this on cask in a while so it's I'm just trying to divorce the what is unique about this versus from the how does this cask compare um i mean i think it, it, it this nano cask thing seems re- quite re- oh god their website is so terribly animated <laughs> hold on it's good morning <laughs> uh so i've got the session bitter um which is sold out in mini... They have mini casks of the nano cask. Oh, wait. Actually, this just says they have the one. I thought they had more than one. Uh, an online store has nano cask first gold, which is clearly a different thing. But their own website doesn't have any more than this one. Uh, nano cask with challenger. Session better. Oh, I see. I think what's going on is... Uh, their website is like... They're, they're doing single runs of these and so this okay. is the current one which is why yeah. that's the one i'm seeing right. but they ha- did do one with a session bitter with challenger in it um uh 
and crystal malt, so that sounds like quite tasty. I... Yeah, I do. I This is like a thing that uh, maybe just for the novelty, um, but also more mm. makes really good beers. And this is a, like, this is a quite a good session bitter. Um, like I said, I was a little nervous about that lack of texture from the session strength, but the the finish is very long, and so mm. uh, it helps cover that after a few sips because you're just having that taste the whole time. So you, when the texture leaves, it's not as big of a deal, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I would definitely try more of these, even though I wouldn't normally gravitate to cask beers let alone Session Bitters on the cask. This feels very much more like an overcast day. Yeah. Uh, versus, you know, like last last um, episode, I had a um, Session IPA that felt very much like, ah, oh, I'm out with my friends and we're eat mm -hmm. drinking in the 18-degree weather on on a bench outside a pub. I want several of those. This feels like... Uh, it's overcast slash fall or just like yeah. it's a day and I stopped at the pub and just want a drink. Yeah. I sat by the the fire. Yeah, exactly. Little tipple. Mm. Very nice. Very yeah, nice. I, I, so even if you it's one of those things where even if this isn't your favorite type of beer, it's a very good example of it. So you're not going to be oh. like like a even if you're like, oh, I don't really like session bitters, it's still a good beer. And and I think just experiencing this nano cask thing is worth at least at least a go. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for it because um, I I haven't had a cask beer in ages because I just haven't been out to the pub much really. Oh, I have been the opposite. Although fuck, I've been <laughs> so goddamn expensive. I know it's 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 sad, but. I've been I've been on the Amstel because oh. it's between in some parts of Bristol it's four pounds sixty and in some parts of Bristol it's five pounds forty, um, but rarely more than that. And I can't like I can't justify much more than that on a night out per beer. You know, it's like, uh, but it's really sucks because this was used to call um, Bristol, you know, the city paved with craft beer. And mm -hmm. it was affordable. Like you could get, you used to be able to get for five quid in most of the city, you would get a craft beer. Yeah. Pint of. And now it's like, well, no, those are really? cresting six pounds. So oh. how about I drink those at home? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, I mean, still getting, you know, can still get a pint for like, Two, five pounds, you know, usually like or under, like at most places. Um, well, I'm talking like uh, direct from the brewery because. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think in the breweries or brew tap rooms, I think you're still getting a reasonable. Price. Oh well, then you're fine. Then if you're talking about in you know, a just a normal pub, then I mean. I mean, the problem is, I I drink, <laughs> I go out with people. Yeah. And those people don't always choose tap rooms. Yeah. I also have been doing a lot more stand-up um, recently. Uh, and then it's like, oh, you know, whoever was on the bill, let's go for a drink. It's like, well, now it's wherever is close and reasonably affordable to wherever the fuck happened to have a gig, right? And that's... I mean, 
it's just become too expensive to get drunk, and that's depressing. I agreed. <laughs> I mean, it's probably it might be better for the public health of the British people, but we know the British people uh, don't give we'll a shit about their public health. Yeah, of course not. Well, it's entrenched in our society just to work like dogs for the week and then just get absolutely levered on a Friday. Yeah, um, and nothing in between. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, uh... <laughs> so so I I have to report that I, for various reasons, haven't played a lot of games. In fact, I missed first looks this week. Um, Health-wise, just wasn't really feeling up to it. Hopefully we'll do that maybe tomorrow. Um, but you still played uh, some, some gaming. The game that I was talking about last week, uh, checking back in with our Fox friend. Um, oh, you finished uh, it? How, how, did yeah. it hold its pull on you Narr like, yeah. gen like gameplay and narratively yes absolutely especially in terms of the gameplay um, this is Endling uh, Extinction is Forever uh, for anyone who missed last episode or just needs a refresher um, uh, from I think it's Hero Beat Games uh, mm. yeah the, the the game starts off with being a very uh, just very linear side scrolling kind of um, uh, not even a platform, it's just very, you're not doing anything, there's no Twitch-based gameplay or anything like that. It's very much a uh, very, not visual novelist, but like, or even a walking simulator. It's just very passive kind of experience, doing side-scrolling, right. like, storytelling games. Oh, so na na narrative-based, not, not yeah. quite exploration, but like, movement through the world. Yeah, and... Um, after that short, like, opening sequence, like, prologue, I guess, um, after you have your little kits, um, you choose their colours, and they're just very cute, um, the game pretty much, like, you know, opens up from that point, where you're still doing, like, side-scrolling kind of movements. Mm. Um, and as we said last week, it's kind of cool because you can... It, it's, it's sort of got, like, 3D environments. You're still moving, you know, right. left and right on a linear plane, but you're, it's like you're going... There's depth to the world. It's like... Yeah, like, if you, if, you, if you think of a, a, uh, uh, the ground as a plane, you are still mm -hmm. progressing from the left to the right of the plane, but you might be doing it not perfectly parallel to yeah. the camera. Rather, mm -hmm. you'll do it at an angle, so you get a notion of moving through the world... That, that has, like you said, depth, I, which yeah. I still think is, uh, I'm surprised that so few games do that because it seems yeah. so kind of obvious. I know, yeah, and it's, 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 really, it's really unique and it really works in this game because after, after, you know, going out and you're basically collecting food for your, for your kits and returning back to your den, the game, like, opens up in a sense that you have a map, um, so it isn't just, like, a linear storytelling game where you're just continually going to the to the right from mm. the left it's a case of that okay each time each day is told over the story of like um days or well, nights really because you're not told an animal and uh basically you're going you've got this map and you can go to all the different points on the map um each, each night and um your cubs come out with you mm. and it's a case of like okay i have to keep them fed because they will die otherwise. Um, fortunately, throughout my playthrough, none of my kids died. But um, uh, it's a case of like, you know, going out and feeding them, getting them back into the uh, back to the den safely. There are predators out there. There are hunters and stuff like that. And 
um, very early on in the game, uh, so it's not really a spoiler, it's like on one of your first nights spent in the game, um, one of your kits gets taken away by this like poacher hunter or something like that, and um, uh, every like every three or so nights, you basically pick up on a scent of them, and then you you know try and go go find them, and um, basically you, once you find like something that has a big enough scent, you sort of get this memory of what actually happened to them, and um, you know where they are and stuff like that. So the, so. There's that continual like narrative pull throughout the game where it's like I have to find my fourth kit and um, so you, so yeah in between that time it's like you're taking your cubs out getting them fed averting danger and on the way they they pick up these skills um, so you you know basically teaching and nurturing your cubs well kits to to uh, you know become big old proper foxes in the end so. It, it cases of like okay um it isn't the, the the thing is is that it's 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 only contextual i guess where they only pick up the certain skills at certain points in the game and so it's like you have to like explore and only at a certain point in the map i think this is as far as i know um only then like will they learn this you know certain skill like to mm. climb a tree or to to dig to find food or or stuff like that so it, it's a case of it, it gives you incentive to um to explore the map a bit more because the more you know uh, abilities the kits learn the more you know easier you know it becomes to get food and um forage forage for them so there's always that continual push as well to go explore and the map, um, you find new new layers and new dens um, along the way, and the map continually like changes. There's different enemies placed in different places. Mm. There's different obstacles throughout the game, um, and yeah, it's it, it it's more and more dynamic and expansive than um, a typical side-scrolling narrative, you know, platformer, I guess. But it's still it's still simple, but it it it. It doesn't feel like that because there's, this game's doing different things than your typical uh, just you know side-scrolling platformer. Um, I think I finished it in about four hours, um, and I think okay. that was just like the right amount of time. Um, it didn't wear its welcome, but it's a case of like if there was like several more nights to it, it's like mm, might start to drag on. Um, but right. you know, the story resolved in. A way where it's like, okay, you know, could see that coming. So it's like, I mean, I mean this was sort of the thing I was very curious about, given that it's a yeah, very I mean, specific like, message, and yeah. like the core of the game is um, narrative rather than like challenging gameplay. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, it was always going to have its Bambi moment. So mm. it's, you know, because uh, it, it, it's like so obvious, it like didn't. didn't didn't make me cry for luckily. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, this you know, I could have seen where this was going. But um I mean the story I, I guess it has some you know uh I mean political undertones. I mean it, it, it we're sitting in a you know po well, maybe not post apocalyptic. I mean this seems this kind of dystopia seems um 
you know, just like we don't even need a, a total apocalypse for happening. It seems like what's already happening. Yeah, I mean, as I said, the week before when you know the the game starts off with there's a forest fire. That was literally the UK last week in the. Uh, yeah, um, it's wave, so. But but yeah, it do, it doesn't lean too far into that. It's a case where okay, this might seem like this is a bit further, you know, down the post-apocalyptic future route. I mean, people are wearing gas masks, oxygen is a commodity and stuff like that. So it's like okay, but um, mm. yeah, and it's it, it, the story is. I wouldn't say. It, it, it's got any overt messages or anything like that, like, you know, or or any, well, rather the message is quite overt, there's not really any nuances to it. There's right, no, I gotcha. Mm. There's no clever subtext or anything like that, it's just, you know, this is this is how we're going to portray this story, like, the extinction, because I didn't know Endling meant, like, the literally the last of its kind of something. Oh, I didn't know that either, that's what Endling means. Yeah, yeah. Oh. so, you know, the, the, uh, the, the title, the um, uh, where it says "Extinction is Forever," is actually quite useful to 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 because if it was just called "Endling," I'd be like, "What does that mean?" Right, um, I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. it I, I thought it was um, yeah, a good little game, and I remember playing Shelter Free either last year or it might have even been the year before, and I was saying how. That kind of series um, by Might and Delight sort of got like, you know, seems, seems like they had run out of ideas. And I think yeah. maybe, maybe it was you, maybe it was Ben who asked me, how do you think they could, you know, expand like this kind of idea of having like, you know, portraying a story of like a mother mammal <laughs> looking after its, 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 its young and stuff like that. And I think this is like the perfect example. This is the way that probably the Shelter series could have gotten just a right. bit more, you know, doing the same kind of things, hitting the same kind of notes of, like, nurturing your young um, and very simple gameplay elements, but, you know, having it a bit more dynamic in its gameplay, where there's a bit more freedom. And right. Stuff like that. Um, choices actually matter. Um, so, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, good game. Excellent. I mean, I, I mean, it still intrigues me. It's, it's mm-hmm. just one of those. Does it intrigue me enough mm. to go out and get? I'd say maybe pick it up on a sale. Yeah, I think uh, I'll, I've uh, one of the things I have done recently is tr- like, oh, uh, I can't focus on something, and I just go into Steam. I go to my wish list and I just started culling things as like I need yeah. to do a task, but I my brain isn't happy with doing the task I need. This is the thing I've been meaning to do for ages. Fuck it, I'll just like mm-hmm. go through and just get rid of a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and that way, when I get and then I will turn the emails back on of you know this this thing is on sale because if yeah. up until now it's been like no I need those off because. Mm-hmm. I had too many things on my wish list that I I just like I don't care about that anymore. Yeah. Um and I would encourage everyone else to be a little more discerning about your wish list so it can be more functional. Indeed. But but there's a demo out. Um oh. so anyone can try that. I think it's on Xbox may still be on Xbox as well. But definitely on Steam. Um I imagine it gives you the first couple of days. But yeah, I maybe will I'll say, do that actually. Yeah. 
I will say that um, after I played the initial bit last week, a bit of the, you know, the prologue and a bit more, um, about probably another 10 minutes into the game, um, in the first couple nights or so, mm. uh, last week. After that, when I when I played it on Sunday, I just played through it till the end. It's, it, it kept my attention. Oh, it, good. How um, long was it again, total? About four like, hours. Four it hours. says 3.7 hours played um, okay. for me. So... And does it feel like um, any replayability or, like, side stuff that you didn't do? Or does it feel like kind of just one of those games that you, you, get, you do the thing? and? Yeah, yeah, for me, I think it's a, I just do the thing. I think if you lost Cubs or I think there was one ability I didn't manage to teach my, one of my Cubs. Because mm. they all learn at different stages, which is quite, quite interesting and natural, I guess. Um, so, so yeah, maybe if you wanted to, like optimize, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it just didn't seem like that kind of game where it's like, oh, I, it doesn't seem like there's many more outcomes other than losing your cubs, right? Um, so, so yeah, I think it's a, a one and done. But um, yeah, it's a really, really good one and done. Really, I love the art style as well. Um, looks great. But yeah, it's um. It, it's it's one of those, and I can see where it'd be, where I can see it would be touching for me. It's like, okay, I know something bad's gonna happen, mm. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it that didn't. Um, it, it still made the ending, you know, poignant. Still, still, still poignant. Still sad, you know. Still, still something to to reflect upon. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only only uh little thing. It's just a tiny little negative, but not even a negative, just a just a quirk that the game has. Is I think um, probably, uh, I th- where is the team from? Are they French or because I don't believe English is. Uh, I think it's been localized into English. I don't. Think oh, I see. Um, Spain. They're in Spain. So so there's just one or two little things which are just like so minor. It's just something that I pick on because because yeah. I guess I'm a linguist, but. Um, like th- there's a um, thing where it says, "Oh, how to catch praise." Oh, uh, like, right. Where it's like it would just be prey rather than. But yeah. that's just something that's like just small little localization thing. Yeah, like, I mean, again, it's like in, in certain types of games, you can just be like, "Oh, that's fine," but when mm-hmm. they're more narrative focused, it jarring things pull you out of the immersion. Right, yeah, yeah. and if it's a gameplay immersion thing, then bad controls do it, and if it's a narrative immersion thing, then like text, yeah. dialogue, etc., can do that. And so it's it's fortunately yeah. it, this was just an instruction rather than because there's hardly any dialogue. There's no dialogue. It's all told t- throughout the um, the uh, what you're seeing on the screen. Right. Um, it's only just like an instruction part. So it's like there's probably oh, ten lines of dialogue, if that, in the in the um in the game because everything's portrayed through the memories of your of your last kit and stuff like that so right so yeah just very small little nitpick because i mean yeah it's important to mm-hmm. but yeah yeah very good very good game um should should i stay on the animal track and tell you about another game i actually played and finished today played yeah, and finished played. yeah go go yeah. on yeah, yeah um, I haven't even started a game, let alone played it, <laughs> let alone finished it. So yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, I started this a few days ago. I mean, 
if you're a furry, you're just having a hell of a time with Endling it out and Stray out. And I think that Bear and Breakfast game is out today. You're just having a hell of a time. But, the what um, game? There's a, there's a game where you play as a bear in the forest and you run a bed and breakfast. Um, oh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I think it's literally called Bear and Breakfast. I think it's out today. Uh, what day is it today? Oh, there we go. It's out. It's out, and it's yep. Twenty eighth came out today, so it's very adorable looking. Nice. I love that bear. But anyway, uh, this is a game with other animals. Um, <laughs> another one in the mammal. I'll give you three guesses. Which uh, um, which animal it is? You're not going to be able to guess probably, but the game's called Lord Winklebottom Investigates. <laughs> What is the animal that you play as? Uh, Lord Winklebottom. Yeah, uh, you're a mammal. I'll give you a that. A mammal. I was, ah, good, because I was going to say bird for some reason. <laughs> mammal. And I'll say they're not indigenous to this continent. Ugh. Um... Mm. Maybe something you'd see on a safari. Zebra. No, but close. In the same wildebeest genus, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Giraffe? Yes! Well done. In two guesses, well done. <laughs> yes. This is a game, um, Lord Winklebottom Investigates, where you play as a detective uh, who's a giraffe, and it's hilarious because it's a giraffe wearing a suit. Um, uh, and he's on all fours, and he's got this very tight-looking suit on. Um, it's basically Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Watson. You're, the gotcha. Doctor Watson is called Doctor Frumples, and he's a hippo. So, um, mm. yeah, <laughs> it's a point-and-click adventure game. If you couldn't get a guess, uh, but yeah, I, I remember when this initially got kickstarted. Um, I, I the developers called Cave Monsters. I think it's mostly made from one dev called. Uh, Gosh, what's her name? Um, is it Catherine Sutherland? I think. But um, yeah, and the Kickstarter, I was like, okay, this is very British. And it's like, this is something I can get on board with because um, that kind of like just British humour is just, sometimes it can work, but sometimes it can, sometimes it, it can be a bit off, but in this game, it absolutely works. Um, I mean, the first puzzle in the game is, you know, just tutorialising how point-and-click adventures work. Um, uh, is literally making a cup of tea. Um, mm. and you get an achievement depending on if you, you know, pour in the water first, put the milk in first. So, yeah, very British. Um, Charlotte Sutherland, sorry, um, uh, the developer. But, but yeah, it's a point-and-click adventure game. It's very much in the style of most point-and-clicks, where you have your inventory and, you know, um, you're combining items, using items in the environment and stuff like that. But it's it's very much, I mean, it's a murder mystery. Um, it's very Knives Out, kind of like, you know, you end up at this, like, kind of manor and the head of the manor has died and you need to figure out who it is. Um, it's very short. I thought it may have um, ending kind of, I mean, I suspected like it was coming towards the ending, but I was thinking maybe there's another case or something like that, because 
in a lot of times, like, you know, detective mystery games, you usually go on a number of different cases. Right, um, yeah. I mean, rather than just the one. But, um, I mean, obviously, Kickstarter game obviously doesn't have the scope of, like, say, is it spiders or frogwares who who do the um Sherlock home games the actual like yes, right yeah yeah like and then they, they did that, that weird um non Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes game recently <laughs> yeah. was it was it the sinking city or yeah like some of that yeah. yeah but um so yeah it's only it's only the one the one case um it sort of ends on like a cliffhanger so I don't know if you know maybe the game sells well or something like that maybe there'll be I see, cool, extra right? episodes spun out like yeah because like something like the dark side detective and other point and click adventure game that I, another kickstarter success which i have very fond um i really like those games that every now and then they just drop a a free case a free bit of the dlc i think hmm. the most recent one so so maybe in this one but um but yeah it's 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 super charming like and it's and it's genuinely funny like a few times you know, more than a couple of times, I laughed out loud because of the the humor and the um every every character's voice acted, and I think the voice acting is really good. And it's like the characters, the two main characters, like Sherlock and Watson, like mm. <laughs> Winklebottom and Frumples. Just saying that makes me laugh. Just uh, you know, they work off really really well together. Like the giraffe's very genteel and very nice and very polite, whereas the hippo's just an absolute curmudgeon and he's just so <laughs> rude and you know straight to the point and brash and it works really well and the characters are all really colorful it's got some really good british you know regional dialects it's like there's, oh, a, nice. slug, there's a slug gardener who's welsh and i think he's the best character in the game so just it, it, yeah like irish accents welsh accents you know just just really good um voice casting and yeah it's um, it doesn't fall into the pitfalls of like some other point and click adventures where it's like pixel hunting or you having to you can't skip through dialogue right. or you can't just like click you have to watch characters animate to move onto the next screen. It's long. It has nothing. None of that. It's very very good in terms of that quality of life kind of thing. And it's got a good hint system where if you um, uh, Doctor Frumples, he's always carrying a cup of tea, and if you press on the cup of tea gives you a hint um it's nice and clever and then ever, yeah and then ever like just straight up tell you the answer i only used it once and that was just because oh i didn't speak to a certain character to move the story on that's a bit frustrating but um it comes with the genre but but yeah all the well i say all the puzzles make sense and all logical but my brain is broken in that way where it's like <laughs> Even the most absurd things, it's like I was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense because it's an important click adventure game. So um, who knows if they <laughs> your mileage may vary whether whether you think they're obscure and um, obscure or, or just straightforward enough. But yeah, I, I pretty much got through it in about three, maybe four hours. Um, not too many snags on the way, and yeah, I, I just think it's delightful. Um, it's it's maybe not quite on the level of um, like Dark Side Detective, uh, that's made by an Irish team, I believe. Um, I'd say that's you know those games. I'd say this is funnier than those. Um, ah, I mean, funny is very I'm... hard to do in video games. Yeah, and it's like kind of essential in the genre, you know. Um, 
I mean, it's not quite S tier like Monkey Island or anything by LucasArts. I'd, I'd put this in solid B tier. Like, I really enjoyed it. It's one of those where, as soon as the game started and the first, you know, um, tutorial kind of bit is about making a cup of tea, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go make myself a tea, oh, sit down, go along land. with the ride. Yeah, on my Steam Deck, and I yeah, super super enjoyed. Oh, it. Steam Deck sounds ideal for that type of game. Yeah, yeah. Finished it this this afternoon. Uh, yeah, just in just in bed. So very good, very good. Yeah, that's Lord Winklebottom investigates. Recommend yeah, oh, I'm, I mean, that, I actually was thinking that I might need a genre change, just something palette cleansy. Mm. It's easy for you know me to jump in and jump out of, or like just do in a small sesh. Yeah, I mean, the right kind of point-and-click where it's it's not, you know, not so obscure, like Gabriel Knight or something. Oh, like I really like the art style. It was a lot more vibrant than mm-hmm. I was picturing in my head. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it, the, it's slightly on the cartoony edge, but the, but really well-detailed, like, character models. And, yeah. As I say, every animal, every character is very colourful and very... Um, very emotive and it's just yeah it's it's a joy i'd say this game gets by more so on its charm and it's and it's um and it's wit and it's uh yeah on its charm and it's wit more so than it's gameplay i i i suppose i mean for this type of game i would much rather do that that it go that way (laughs) yeah Um, um, the story, I think, uh, the murder mystery, you don't feel very much like a detective. I think maybe that comes with the genre of like the point and click, you're just solving puzzles. You're right. not really doing any deductive work. I wish the story could have been, you know, fleshed out a bit more and, you know, a bit more interesting, like mm. towards the end of it. But but overall, I, I think I think you'll have a good time with it. Just, just the characters alone. Um, you know, really, really boys the kind of game. So, but yeah, that's Lord Winklebottom investigates. That's amazing. I, I definitely oh. we're gonna add it to my list. Good, good. Yeah, because I play a lot of point-and-click adventure games, and um, you're my you're my point-and-click filter, <laughs> yeah. basically. Some of them, um, you know, possibly wouldn't recommend unless you're very much a fan of the genre um some i just wouldn't straight up recommend at all this one absolutely recommend to people who like the genre people who don't because yeah it's good that's great Especially if you like a, a gardener who's a slug and full welsh accent <laughs> i mean that's sounds bang on yeah how could it go poorly <laughs> well um i don't want to spoil it but kind of mm. does <laughs> Yeah, just just thinking about it, it just makes me laugh. It's very much my kind of stupid British kind of like um, Wallace and Gromit kind of humour to it. So, uh, good old Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's that's uh, me. Unless you want to hear about Power Wash Simulator again, which I finished, I rolled credits on. Oh, you did. Yeah, I think you should play that because uh, I mean that's that's near the top of my list of like. Mm-hmm. When I said change genres and do something, you know, easy. Yeah, it's it's 
and talking about British humour, Power Washing Simulator has the same kind of like, <laughs> what is going on? I, you're telling me some very some weird stuff goes down in that in the world of that game, and it's hilarious as everyone's just text messaging you. Um, basically the fate of the entire world and you're just there <laughs> power washing that's amazing <laughs> like nothing's up. it's so good it's so good but yeah play power wash simulator adam was right i'll never not that i ever doubted him in the first place but but yeah yeah continue to never doubt him because that game's very funny excellent <laughs> So that's me. I'm just going to go laugh at um, and Lord Winklebond. Before we wrap up, I'm just curious, given that you've sort of had a couple of games on the go and um, kind of wrapped them up, what um, what do you have like a, a current like game you're looking forward to playing uh, or like uh, are you going to go take a break or just what is the next sort of few days, week? of gaming look like in Lucy's world, given that Lucy's still in the, <laughs> very much in the I will play games mindset, while well, maybe yeah, the rest of us. Yeah, I think been. that's absolutely a Steam Deck kind of thing, because I absolutely was not in the mood for playing games uh, a couple of months ago. And, mm. um, Stray. Stray's on top of my list. And I wonder if there's anything on Game Pass. Not that I can think of. Uh, yeah, I think it's just Stray. Just Stray. I want to get into, um, I mean, Norco is always on, on my list because I started that on Game Pass. And I, yeah, I'm going to restart that. Which it's, one? It's Sorry? Just... Norco. Um, everyone talks about it in the same breath as, uh, like visual novel kind of as like Citizen Sleeper, which again, I highly recommend. Oh, I have downloaded Citizen Sleeper. I have not played it yet. Excellent. Um, I there was literally an email about the DLC for Citizen Sleep. Oh, that is out today. The DLC for Citizen Sleep. So maybe I'll play that. Um, yeah, fair enough. Jumping back into that world, um, which is fantastic. But uh, that yeah, won't... North... oh, it's free DLC. Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. wow! I was gonna say so that because I thought it was a Game Pass game, and I was like, oh well, you know, that's how they get you. But... Yeah. Yeah. Wow, they're just good people. Yeah, excellent. Um, but yeah, Norco is one of those. It's just I, that's on. I have to be at the computer for that, and it's like playing. I work here all day. Yeah, so, I hear you. Yeah, so that's why Steam Deck has absolutely helped in that sense. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm editing photos throughout the day, and then I my, like it's it's. it's <laughs> Uh, it's actually on my tablet in front at this desk because it's my desk. Yeah. But the TV that I use as my monitor is fine for gaming, but it's a shitty. It's an okay 4K TV from a number of years ago, and so its color represent accuracy is very bad. And so I learned the hard way when, for like a month straight, I like sent photos from gigs that I had edited, and like they were all so black. <laughs> on like and if you're like oh great photos so i'm looking i'm like these are shit yeah. everything like it's like two full stops off like everyone is like oh, you know yeah. in a vacuum in a black hole rather than right. in a pub with a black background 
Um, Oops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, now I've added to my workflow the upload it to Google Photos albums before you send the link, yeah. grab your phone, and then... Because that's that how most sense. people are going to see these. So if my phone represents it fine, that's better than a color accurate monitor, and it's better than my TV. It's the, the most likely format people will still see these things. Yeah. But obviously, well, phone right. representation is also super variant. But that's ah, it's only True, so much you can do, right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, probably not to a point where most people can discern it at this point. But gotta say, your photos are very nice. Anyway. Oh, thanks. Uh, but uh, oh yeah, into the breach. Um, had that update and it's now on oh, yeah, mobile. Right. So I downloaded that on my phone. By if anyone thought about for it, doing I think that, you, yeah, I think you have to search for Netflix into the breach. Otherwise, right. you get some weird crap pop up. It's very strange. But um, so yeah, I might, I might, I might try and hop back into that because people have been talking about it. It's like that game's good. I'm just it's very, very good. It's the best That's... secret puzzle game. <laughs> yeah. I'll just have to drop it down to easy, though. But, um, so there's... Yeah. Okay, so the new edition contains five new farms, 40 new weapons, four new pilots. Pilots have three times more opportunities. Don't remember what that means. New enemies, yeah. bosses, missions, support for seven new languages, and new music from Bren, Ben Pranty. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. I probably won't recognize any of the new stuff. I was going to say, um... I, I mean, I didn't finish it. I got pretty far in, and then once I sort of... Stop being obsessive about it because it's definitely one of those games where you're like, ah, oh, need to play more of. Um, I kind of just never went back. So putting it on my phone actually seems yeah, like that, a... that that was the whole thing for me. It's like I have it on Switch, which is portable anyway, but I'm screw using that thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. If it's on my phone, yeah, seen, yeah, um, or even if it's on tablet, um, seems good, but. But yeah, that stray. Uh, yeah, stray's near the top on my list. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's. I don't know if anything's coming out in the next week. Um, maybe we're in the dog days of summer, the summer doldrums. But there's always some like good indie games coming out. So yeah, I mean, and but we're also almost, like we're basically in August, so we've kind of mm. screamed through the summer. It's, it's nuts. Oh my god! Madness uh, is what I call it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just just little bits and bobs, whatever I can just throw up on my Steam Deck, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, that um, seems perfectly reasonable. Mm. Yeah, and may maybe check out some of the other levels in Power Wash Simulator, just when I need to feel like getting a high without actually taking any. Illicit substances. Mm. Uh, mm. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, but that's us, I guess. And Excellent. Yeah, I think next week. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna aim to at least get a you know chunk into Stray, so we can talk about the cat game with Ben next week. Yeah, I've also. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised I didn't start it. I think I got in my head mm -hmm. about like, oh, I should do this for out of lives and then it was like oh i am stressed about things i need to do rather than oh i want to play this game that i've been awaiting for a long time that's definitely a thing so. yeah um great well uh, i think that's probably us for the episode um if people wanted to tell you uh their opinions of dying animal games <laughs> how would they do that uh 
Yeah, I guess an animal dies in um, Lord Winklebottom too. There's a murder. Uh, juicy loose nine everywhere. Um, no offense to fairies, but don't don't send me your fairy porn just because I talked about two animal games on this podcast. I mean, you say no now. Um, uh, you can reach me at the Omniarch. You can reach us at Tanked Up Cast. Uh, we are also a Tanked Up Cast on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, please rate review on your podcatcher of choice, or um, just tell a friend. Um, let, you can message us on the platforms or email us. Check out outoflives.net for articles and. Uh, links to the VODs and podcasts that we do. Um, also, we have a YouTube channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, hello. Tell me why you hate that you feel like an afterthought every time I do this outro uh, in the comments <laughs> below. Um, it really does help. Algorithms, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, uh, that's basically it. We have fun drinking beers, talking about video games. If there's a summer game that we have missed, please send us a note on whatever medium i have just babbled about for the last minute and a half and tell us why we should uh, go look for that thing um but that's us for another week bye ciao www.outoflives.net